0: This is your KVNF regional newscast for Thursday, January 25th. I'm Cassie Knust. State lawmakers are trying to reduce suicide rates by helping more Coloradans understand how to access prevention resources. A newly introduced bill would require employers to post suicide prevention information in their workspaces. Cassandra Walton heads the Pikes Peak Suicide Prevention Partnership. She says this could help men between the ages of 25 and 64 who are especially at risk. We need that guy to walk past a poster that lets him know where he can get help, because chances of him asking for help are slim. The bill would charge the state's Office of Suicide Prevention with distributing informational posters to employers. Colorado has the sixth highest suicide rate in the country. Colorado's first capture season for the Gray Wolf Reintroduction Program has concluded, with 10 wolves captured in Oregon and released in Grand and Summit Counties last month. This effort is part of the state's plan. The contentious plan was mandated by a 2020 ballot measure to reintroduce gray wolves. According to Colorado Newsline, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Director stated in a press release this week that the focus is now on refining processes, improving staff expertise, and public communication. The program plans to release 10 to 15 wolves annually over the next three to five years, with the target of at least 50 wolves establishing a stable population in the state. Compensation is available for ranchers who lose livestock to confirmed wolf depredations. CPW has also reached an agreement with the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation to obtain up to 15 additional wolves for the 2024-2025 capture season. Peonia's Board of Trustees may not hold a ballot election this year unless write-in candidates submit an affidavit of intent before next Monday evening. The mayoral seat and three trustee seats are up for election, and with three trustee applications and a single mayoral application turned in, only one trustee seat will be contested. Trustees Kathy Swartz and Morgan McInnes are not seeking re-election, with William Bruner and Walter Check filling their vacancies. Mayor Pro Tem Dave Newton's seat will be filled by Bruner, who was uncontested. Paige Smith is running uncontested for mayor. If no write-in candidates emerge, the town will cancel the election, saving funds that would have been used for Delta County to run it. The Western Colorado Migrant and Rural Coalition, based in Montrose, has been working with migrants in our community. They advocate for equitable access to community-based resources for rural, migrant, and seasonal farm workers. Yesterday, we heard from the nonprofit's president. Today, we meet Angel Gomez and Juan Ramirez, who work as pickers in our region. My name
1: is Angel Gomez. My motive for being here is to better the future of my family.
0: And how has your experience been here so far?
1: On one side, it feels good. And on the other side, it feels bad because I'm far away from my family.
0: Can I ask how long he's been working here?
1: Ten months.
0: That's a long time to be away from your family. And what do you want people to know about your personal situation and that of other migrant workers?
1: Coming to the U.S. is not as easy as people say it is. Because sometimes there's no work. There's a language barrier.
0: Take me through that if you're comfortable. What do those challenges look like for you on a day-to-day basis?
1: I've seen that sometimes we come over here and family passes away. The motive was to better the family and you're over here without being able to go back and you weren't able to go see your family member for the last time.
0: Are there any positives to you coming here that you'd like to share?
1: There are positives. I built my house, which was a dream come true, and for my family. Hopefully, I can give them a better life. It's
0: great to meet you, Juan. Tell me your story. What brings you here?
1: A better future
2: and just to have something to provide for the family.
0: So what do you want people to know about your personal situation and those you work with?
2: Well, it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard work. And my personal experience, I've been here for quite a few years and seen a lot of people come and go and seen how hard other people take it. You know, a couple of years ago, I had, there was a guy working here with all he did was cry and cried and cried because how much he missed his family. I mean, it's, it's tough being just with uh, around a bunch of guys, you know, just to, and that's your family, you know.
0: Which Of course, has to be one of the hardest things to deal with.
2: Yeah, especially in this cold.
0: What about more on like day to day? What are some of those challenges that you run into?
2: At work was well, just basically the colder weather, you know. But I mean, grocery stores. I mean, you run into people, with racism, and rude people. I guess some of them say we're here taking the jobs away, but I mean, nobody's taking the jobs. I mean, we just take we're taking the jobs nobody wants.
0: On the flip side, what are some of the biggest positives for you?
2: There is money, you know, I mean, there is a better future here, but you, it's challenged. challenge. But, I mean, you can get there, you know. you just got to work hard at it.
0: Can you speak to the challenge of trying to build a future in another country while being away from your family? How do you balance that?
2: Well, at first, it was it was really hard. It's just kind of, to balance it out, you have to pretty much, well, we kind of put it on the beer, you know, we kind of drink beer. But uh, now, I mean... My family's here, so, so I do have a full full family here, so, so that's how I balance it now. But for people when they're, I mean, for other people when they're just here, their family's over there. I mean, honestly, I do see a lot of drinking.
0: Those were the voices of two migrant workers here in Montrose who have been supported by the Western Colorado Migrant and Rural Coalition. To hear more about migrant workers in Colorado and about the Western Colorado Migrant and Rural Coalition, listen to this week's local motion on KVNF.org. You can listen again Saturday morning at 10 a.m. The 2024 Delta County Land Use Code Update Meeting is scheduled for 5.30 p.m. Wednesday, February 21st at the Delta Family Center at 822 Grand Avenue. Nav's Lisa Young has
3: more. Delta County's land use code update scheduled on February 21st will allow for public comment. Anyone wishing to address Delta County commissioners or the planning commission are required to register prior to the meeting at the Performing Arts Auditorium in the Delta Family Center. The Delta County Clerk and Recorder's Office will provide a sign-in sheet and the planning department will be present to help with registration. Those only attending the meeting without intending to speak do not need to register or sign in. Public comments are limited to three minutes per speaker to allow as many people as possible the chance to speak. The Land Use Code public hearing will be live streamed via Zoom. However, Zoom participants are not allowed to provide comments during the hearing, but can offer written comments in advance. Comments can be emailed to the Planning Department, or a hard copy can be sent or hand-delivered to the Delta County Planning Department at 295 West 6th Street in Delta. For KVNF, I'm Lisa Young.
0: And this wraps our regional newscast for today. I'm Cassie Knust. The KVNF regional newscast airs Tuesday through Friday each week. Listen for the KVNF replay on Sunday at 5 p.m., where we highlight KVNF news and content from the week. Thanks for supporting the KVNF news team. If you've never made a contribution before or you need to get your membership up to date, click over to kvnf.org and donate today. And as always, you can send story ideas, feedback, or questions by emailing news at kvnf.org.